Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Tuesday, May 30th. Hopefully you had a wonderful and safe holiday weekend. Today's podcast, as always, is brought to you by the Perrin Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man... I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers. Catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Mint Julep Day. Pass. Okay. Not a fan of mint julep. Have you ever had a mint julep? No, but I'm, I just, it's not something that really appeals to me. Does it, does it seem weird to you that today is National Mint Julep Day, yet we had the Kentucky Derby like at the beginning of this month. Wouldn't you expect like national lights four weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't national mint julep day. I know that Kentucky Derby is not the same day every single year, but don't you think they should have national mint julep day? Like the first week of May. Yeah, for sure. Kind of odd. Kind of odd. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of mint juleps. I will drink them. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just bourbon, sugar, and mint. It's a pretty, simple drink so you know I, i've i've had them before not a huge fan of them but i will uh, i will drink them especially on derby day when i'm out there watching the horse that i bet on inevitably lose because that's what happens just about every single year hell the horse i bet on this year didn't even start so i guess that kind of put me out of my misery early on just like that horse uh the braves this weekend billy not a great weekend for our atlanta braves uh, we dropped two against the Phillies on Friday night and Saturday night. We win Sunday night. We come out last night, Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, nice long holiday, and absolutely crap the bed against a team that has only won 10 games all year and was on, I believe, an 11-game losing streak. So, yep, not a, not a great weekend for Atlanta sports all around, honestly, between the Braves, Atlanta United, uh, Chase Elliott, not great. Um, not great for, for Atlanta sports, unfortunately. The Braves on Friday night, they fall to the Phillies 6-4. to four. Michael Harris Jr. had two RBIs, Ozuna and Rosario with an RBI apiece. Schuster pitched pretty well, I thought. Five and two-thirds, three earned runs in five Ks. Honestly, this entire weekend, our starting pitching was not the problem in any of the games, in my opinion. I agree. Absolutely, I agree. Um, they they played really really well all all around between Schuster on Friday, Morton on Saturday, Strider on Sunday, obviously, and then Soroka last night. Dear Lord, um, you you want to talk about just uh, the pitching performances were really good. The problem that Soroka had last night was he just he had one one bad inning. Yep, and, and it was really honestly, only like really two or three inning. bad pitches. Like two or three pitches, yeah. Yep, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I was—I I don't know about you. We'll get to that game in a second. I, I was happy with Soroka's outing. Hell yeah, I was. I thought he looked good, man. Yep. I really did. Um, 
And then on Saturday, Braves fall to the Phillies 2-1. Murphy with the lone RBI. Braves struck out 14 times in that 2-1 loss. Only had four hits. Uh, I mean, you know, we left uh, we left five on base, 0 for 4 with runners in scoring position. Murphy was, like I said, the only person that got an RBI hit a solo shot in the bottom of the ninth, tried to get us to come back on that one. I think Acuna was up with one or two on or something like that. I know we had a chance to win it on Saturday, but uh, Kimbrell shut us down. Then on Sunday, we get a little bit of a revenge, I guess. We split the series 2-2 with the Phillies because it was a four-game set that started on Thursday night. Braves beat the Phillies 11-4. Primetime game, it was on ESPN, and our bats looked like they could not miss. Um, I don't know how many swings and misses we had for the entire game, but it wasn't many. I mean, we only struck out four times, and we're a team that strikes out an insane amount. We had 20 hits. We won 11-4. Olsen with four RBIs. Acuna with three RBIs. Riley and Albies with two RBIs apiece. Spencer Strider went six innings giving up two earned runs and striking out nine. That kid is insanely hot right now. Let's not forget that <laughs> incredible catch by Michael Harris. Nuts, man. Holy crap. Who hit, who hit that? Was, that was Kyle Schwarber that hit it, wasn't it? I believe it? so, yeah. 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 That that was, was, it was funny because the inning before that, the Phillies center fielder tried to rob a home run from, was it, was it Riley or Olsen? Um... Don't it was it was either Riley or Olsen that hit a uh, a home run to dead center, and the the Phillies center fielder jumped up and tried to rob it and like hit the wall. I don't know, like half a second before the ball even got there it was sort of comical. Uh, and then and then Michael Harris Jr. the 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 next inning robs a home run from Kyle Schwarber, uh, and I, I kind of wanted him to go over to the dugout and be like, you see, that's that's how we rob home runs there, pal, right there. That's how we do it. And it was it it was one of those catches that was a legit home run robbery like that ball mm-hmm. was going over the wall yep and you know you you see those player or you see those catches made at the wall and you're like oh that's a home run robbery no that this one was going over 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 and thousand percent harris just made an insane catch and that just added to the night you just knew you knew that as soon as that happened you're like we're not we're not losing this game <laughs> We scored, what would we score, like seven first-inning runs yeah. uh, on Sunday? Yeah, seven first-inning runs. It was, I tweeted out kind of a joke. I said, What's, what was the over-under on Braves' first-inning runs for today's game? Yeah, whatever the over was, we needed it. Should have taken that. Uh, the Braves are now 9-2 and two in games that Spencer Strider has started. Uh, the only two games that the Braves have lost that Spencer Strider has started, uh, they gave him a combined run total support of one run. So, pretty good. Um, and I believe he is the fastest MLB player ever to 100K strikeout. Or uh, what was the first 30 starts? What was? Do you remember what that stat? Past Dwight Gooden this weekend? No, he was he was like four strikeouts under Dwight Gooden. Okay, okay, it was four under. Yeah, he's uh, that's pretty good when you're in the same breath as Dwight Gooden. He was a pretty good pitcher. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's he's sitting at a 2.97 ERA for the season right now with 106 strikeouts and a 0.99 whip. Insane. It's nuts. Absolutely. Honestly, if he keeps this up, we will have a very strong candidate for Cy Young in NL MVP. Absolutely, we will. There's no doubt in my mind. It's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy the way this this team is 
individually talented, but some nights they just can't put it together as a team. Yep. And I, I can't put my finger on. I don't know what the answer is, Billy. Uh, but we saw it, we saw it rear its ugly head last night as well. Braves lose seven to two to the Oakland Athletics. The Athletics, the A's. They they had five home wins before last night's game in the entire year. Five home wins. They almost had 30 home games. They've only won five of them. They won their six last night. Yeah, they picked up their 11th uh, win total. Yeah, and they they were on like a 10 or 11 game losing streak going into last night's game. Yep. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't buy a hit. I mean, six hits last night, only two runs. Uh, Olsen and Murphy were the only two that provided any or any run support last night for us. Acuna didn't get a hit all night. 0 for 4. We struck out 11 times. Uh, one for eight, the runners in scoring position, six left on base, not a great night. But I think one of the main saving graces for last night's game, despite the fact that we lost, Mike Soroka came in, and like we said earlier, pitched six innings, uh, gave up four earned runs, and struck out three. And those four earned runs that he gave up were probably maybe three or four mistake pitches, and that was it. Soroka looked really good yeah, last night. He looked phenomenal. And... I was so glad to see him pitch on a major league mound again. Um, he was hitting his spots. He was, the slider was working. The The fastball was a little bit off. Um, and the sinker was a little bit off. But outside of that, man, like, he, he was on last night, man. And he looked yeah. so good. He looked in control. You know, like I said, you... You make a mistake pitch, and that that's what happens when you give up a three-run bomb. You know, it, it's just one of those things that happens. You can't make a mistake pitch in Major League Baseball because Major League Baseball players will hit it over the fence. Um, but even to a team that was ten and forty-five, yeah, they're still they're still a Major League team. Um, so you know, you hate to see that we lost to the A's, but it's it's one of one sixty-two. Uh, Soroka, I think, doesn't need to hang his head, even though he got he got tabbed with the loss. Um, you just move on and go, okay, let's let's go, next one. And Bryce Elder is up. And, and to be fair, I, I mean, to be fair to Soroka too, he didn't receive any run support from the Braves. I, I mean, they scored two runs over nine innings, and one of those runs didn't come until the eighth. So uh, he, he he got one run essentially from the yeah Brave he was tapped with a run one run lead before he even pitched for a pitch so yeah do you think that, I wonder if that wasn't good you know I wonder if it's one of those situations where you wanted to start Soroka at home that way he's the first guy to go out there and kind of start and get his juices flowing uh in the in the Braves should have scored more in the first inning though I mean that was. That, that's that's a whole different story, though, from this Braves lineup. We're four games up on Miami now. And, Billy, I think this is probably not something that Braves Braves fans want to hear right now, but it's it's the hard truth. This team is not, as they are constructed at the moment, a World Series winning team. It's mm, tough to say, but I, I don't know if I would agree with that. But um, thing for me, man... And I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound really, really freaking petty here. Braves are five and six since we put that god awful quick, quick creep patch on our, on our freaking jersey. We are under five hundred since we put that on there. There's something to it. There might be something to it. We need, to, we need that. We need that to start trending on Twitter. 
might be something to it, man. Five and six since we put the quick, quick Crete on there. Might want to start tweeting that out. Get that thing trending. I, I mean, baseball players are one of the most superstitious bunch of players or, you know, athletes in the entire world. So I I, I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind putting that out there in the universe and let the Braves know, hey, we've been playing like doo-doo since we put this on there. I still I still think we're a bat or two away. Um, you know, we talked about the starting lineup. We got to add something maybe quickly to fill the holes of Soroka and right left in there. The pin is not great, but I think it's it's livable. Um, but uh, it, right now, the Braves, as they are constructed, are not a World Series winning team. We just don't hit consistently enough. We just don't. I mean, we have games where we go out there and strike out 14, 11 times and don't give our pitchers uh, any run support. And, and right now, right now, it is just it's, it's not a World Series winning team. But lucky for the Braves, it's only May. So it's not like we're, you know, it's not like we're in a, in a dire situation where we have to rattle off 12 in a row or anything insane like that. But I mean, right now, as you watch this team, they are they are not a World Series winning squad. That's that's probably fair. Uh, Billy, this weekend to add on kind of to the to the Braves to the Atlanta misery, Atlanta United draws at Orlando City uh, against our biggest rival in the MLS, and this wasn't as bad of a this wasn't as bad of a result, I guess you could say, as some of the Braves' results this past weekend. It was a horrible game from Atlanta United. I didn't I didn't see a lot of hustle out there for long periods of time, but you steal a point away on the road against your rivals in the last couple of minutes of the game. Uh, that was that was great to see. Tyler Wolf came in and scored in the 85th minute to save a point. So um, you take the good, you take the good with the bad, and and stealing a point away uh, against your rivals in the MLS is always a welcome thing. It's it's one of those things. You know, you felt like the point in Chicago was a loss. Well, you almost felt like this point in Orlando was a win, um, just because of the way we were playing, the way the game was kind of flowing. Tiago Almada. Uh, didn't get much help in midfield, really. And, and I remember on the broadcast, they were saying that Almada has a, a bit of a knock and he's been injured for a couple weeks. And they were talking about his play being down. Um, and I guess they haven't seen the the free kicks that he's been putting on point. So, you know, that might be something to look out for. Does Almada get some rest as we come up here on kind of a long stretch? We're going to have some international breaks and stuff like that. Uh, Tiago Almada did get called up for the Argentinian national team. Um, so we'll see. We'll see if Tago Almada gets some rest uh, coming up this week. Uh, Guzan played really well in his return. Man, it was nice to see him between the posts. Um, I hope he stays healthy the rest of the season because he looked he looked good and he looked good before he got injured this season. Brad looked really yeah. good before he uh, before he tore was it his Achilles or I don't even remember what he tore, but he's he's back now. He's back at one hundred percent. Somebody who's not at one hundred percent yet is Yakimakis. He's still not ninety minutes fit. And this was a game that he didn't score in, which was kind of weird to see Akamaki's not scoring a game. I was a little disappointed that he's not fit for 90 minutes, but hopefully he keeps improving. And then the next month or two, he will be able to go 90 minutes. Uh, we didn't we didn't play well enough for a win. I don't even know if we played well enough for a point, but we got a point nonetheless on the road in the MLS. That's always a win for your team. Stats versus shots, 14 to 11 Orlando. Shots on target were six to three Orlando. Possession was 50-50. Key passes were 11 to 8 Orlando, and expected goals were 1.49 to 0.60 in favor of Orlando City. I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch this at all this weekend. I knew, yeah, um, I, <laughs> I saw you posting about it, and I was like, okay, uh, yeah, this is 
this is not going to be good for for Atlanta United. So, um, I don't even remember what I was doing. Oh, you know what? I I was with Gavin, and Gavin had a buddy over, so we were we were playing wiffle ball. So that's that's all we did you. all weekend was play wiffle ball. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, I agree with you. Like I I think that we probably should have. Like the one-one tie does feel more like a win than than a loss, but it's still just—I don't know—it's just frustrating that it's it's just a draw that I feel like we should have probably taken that, taken the dub, but sort of this. And we got uh, we got TM Five United that'll be coming out today as well. I already got the uh, already got the soundbite clips and everything from uh, from Mr. Avner and Mr. David. So we'll be chopping that one up and posting it later today so you can actually hear a little bit of analysis from people who understand soccer a bit be- a bit better than Billy and I do. Uh, Lanny United can't sit there and kind of, I don't know, be depressed about a draw in the road for too long. They have the New England Revolution welcoming them into Atlanta tomorrow night. So a quick turnaround, quick turnaround for Atlanta United. Billy, last week we talked about some wrestling rankings that Georgia Grappler came out with, and we have the one single A. We have the single A high school wrestling rankings that were released. I believe it was Friday evening they were released. So let's run it down real quick. In Bowden at 150, Austin Crumbly is number eight in the state. In Heard County at 113, number four, Michael Hedrick. Uh, 132, ranked number 13 in the state, Ronnie Marlowe at 138. Number three in the state, Mason Gillespie. At 144, number 10 in the state, Nick Guess. At 157, number 6 in the state, Caden Van Hus. Uh, 165, number 9, Brady Davis. At 175, ranked 12 in the state, Jack Japor. At 190, number 8 in the state, Will Mueller. 215, number 11 in the state, Andrew Steele. 285, number 9 in the state, Tommy Googe. And overall, in the entire state for single A high school wrestling, Heard County is ranked number four. With over in Mount Zion at 120, number two in the state is Nicholas Samples, and Mount Zion is going to be ranked number 13 overall in single A. Over in Temple now, 106, number seven in the state, Jaden Brown. At 126, number 13 is Jackson Andrews. At 150, Jackson Gresham is number five in the state. At 165, Xander Barty is number five as well. At 175, at number nine in the state is Scotty Taylor. And at 190, Robert McCoy is ranked number six in the state. And overall, Temple is ranked 14th. Mm, I don't well, I don't know I about think, that one. Honestly, I think they're building. Um, 14 is probably fair, considering where they were the past couple of years. I think last year was a good building year for Temple, and I can't wait to see what they they build on this year. Yeah, I'm going to have to channel my inner office space here. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and disagree <laughs> with you there. Uh <laughs> I think I think Temple's definitely a top ten team in single A next year in wrestling. I would agree. Uh, I I think they got that program. Honestly, I, they, I say they got that program. Can you think of a single athletic team out in Temple that's not trending up right now? Uh, no. 
I mean, do they have a Tiddlywinks team that we haven't heard about? Maybe uh, it feels like it feels like every single athletics, you know, team, organization, everything out there at Temple High School right now is on an upward trajectory. Like they're, they're going in the right direction out there for the Temple Tigers. And I, I think they're higher than 14th. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see uh, wrestling. You know, I was talking to Coach Nick White about this last week. Wrestling sort of become one of my favorite sports to watch, man. Now that I've sort of kind of a little bit understand how scoring works, uh, it's it's really fun, dude. And it's 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 really quick. You get through matches and stuff quick. There's yep. a lot of action. It's slowly becoming one of my favorite sports to watch. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch, especially if you've never... If you've never gone, it's a lot of fun and it's interesting, and you get you get really hyped. Um, yeah, I'm I'm telling you what made me enjoy it the most was listening to Tom Eric Quazo talk about wrestling because he he described it so well. And for someone who's who's never been in the world of wrestling, doesn't understand it, doesn't understand the scoring or anything like that, listening to Tom talk about wrestling matches and call wrestling matches and stuff really helped me understand what I was watching uh, because half the time when they would score a point, I'd be like, what, why did they, what do you mean they scored a point? What happened? I don't know. I'm so confused. Um, but listening, listening to Tom uh, and him explain it and, and talk about wrestling and everything really helped me understand and yeah. enjoy wrestling even more. Bryce, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from the weekend. Uh, over the weekend, we talked about it. We were going to have a game six in the NBA and a game five in the, in hockey. And, uh, both of those moved on to game seven and game six, which was insane last night. Um, the game seven last night in basketball, the Heat beat the Celtics 103 to 84. Beat that I saw. And you're going to love this. Okay. Boston right. became the only city to lose a game seven at home to a number eight seed in both hockey and basketball in the same season. That's good. I like that. Anytime we can make the city of Boston sad, it is yeah, always it a good thing. Awesome. Uh, Boston, Boston loses one to three to 84 to Miami last night. So Miami will move on and face the Denver Nuggets, who have been uh, waiting for this winter for about four or five weeks now. 17 hours, I believe. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like <laughs> it's no, it's, it seems like it's forever. Um, yeah, I didn't get I didn't watch any of this game last night because the Xfinity Series race decided to uh, start their race around 10 p.m. Um, so I was I was watching watching racing all weekend. I didn't uh, really the Golden Knights beat the Stars last night six to nothing. Um, it was it was over early Wolf. and it was good to see. Um, so Golden Knights move on. They will face the Florida Panthers um, later this week for Stanley Cup, and they will go the battle for Loro. Battle for Laura. Battle for Lord of Panther. Who, who you got? Who you got early in the NHL and the NBA, Billy? Oh, give me Florida in the NHL, and give me Denver in the, in NBA. Oh, see, I'm going complete opposite. Give me Florida in the uh, NBA, but give me last 
Vegas okay. in the NHL. Oh, one of us is going to win our bets. <laughs> uh, this this we're covering games and events calendar. Uh, we got nothing besides the Braves. Braves, Braves play tonight. Um, yep. Yep. Braves play today out in out in Oakland town. What tonight time, game what time tonight. Nine forty. Um, uh, I will not be watching that. I will be asleep. Uh, Bryce Elder and JP Sears go off tonight, so I have to I'll have to watch the recap tomorrow morning when I wake up. Braves are a run and a half favorite tonight. Money money line right now at a minus two seventy eight. Over under is at eight point five. One and a half. We better win tonight. We better. We better win. I need tonight. one. Billy, you ready for the cup of coffee, man? Let's hit it up. Yeah, I need one too. Uh, had, had fun at the pool last <laughs> night. I'll say that. Good time. Good time at the pool. Good time at the pool in 65 it degree weather. It did not feel like it was almost June. <laughs> it warmed up the later in the evening it got, but we got there. We got to the pool and at 1 p.m. And that point. It was like 65. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was like, well, what are we doing? And we stayed there for a couple hours and the sun finally came. I mean, it didn't get warm. It got up to like maybe 76 but yeah it was uh didn't feel like memorial day for sure felt like thanksgiving uh let's hit up another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor hannah strong with robert goolsby real estate group blaney wins the coke 600 verstappen wins the monaco gp and joseph newgarden wins the indy 500 in what matt and i like to call christmas in may Surprise, for motorsports was, uh, fans this weekend i was watching the monaco race wouldn't know if you were in the Atlanta area and you were trying to watch it on ABC. You didn't get to watch it live because whoever is in, in charge of WSB TV uh, in Atlanta made the phenomenal big brain move to not show the Monaco GP, which is one third the triple crown of motorsports racing and the most prestigious race on the F1 calendar. They decided to not show it live and show it on a tape replay at some other part in the day. And instead of showing the Monaco GP live, they showed whatever their normal horrible programming is on what? WSB the entire day. I, I cannot I cannot fathom, I cannot think, I cannot describe how stupid of a decision this was by WSB TV. Like I seriously cannot wrap my brain around why yeah, they did that. that. Just makes zero sense. Like of all the of all the races. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm not a I'm not an F one fan, but I know Monaco. And Monaco, Monaco should right. be one of those Everybody ones that does. should be shown on there. Right, right. Uh, it, it's like, uh, I mean, Monaco is like the Daytona 500, like the Indy 500. This is the fact that they didn't show it live in, in Atlanta. It was just Atlanta. It was just WSB TV in Atlanta. All the other ABC affiliates throughout the nation essentially showed the, the Monaco GP. I think there might have been one or two that didn't other than Atlanta, but it wasn't like it was an ABC choice. It was an upper management choice at WSB TV. Um, so I'll never watch WSB TV again. I don't care what's on it. I will not switch it on ABC and watch anything um, the rest of my life. If it's on ABC and it's something I want to watch, I'll pirate it. But that is, uh, yeah, I was, I was furious. I was furious Saturday morning. Um, luckily, I had ESPN Plus. I could watch it on. But yeah, that was a dumb move. Dumb move by whoever runs WSB TV. Uh, the Denver Nuggets are favored in the NBA Finals right now at a minus 360. Jokic is a minus 125 That's to average a triple-double. And he's a minus 125 to average a triple-double. Average triple-double in the price. NBA Finals. 
that means he's <laughs> that's not for those of you who don't understand dude. that means he's freaking favored to average a triple double that's mind-blowing I, I i saw that i saw that stat line and I had to double check it through like three different betting websites to make sure it wasn't a plus 125. Because a plus 125 is still insane, but at least that's a dog to average a triple double. Oh He's a God. favorite to average a triple double. That is mind blowing, man. I just can't wrap my brain around that. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers to hire Nick Nurse as the new head coach up there for a team that kind of feels like their window is closing for yeah, a chance at an NBA championship. Don't you? You just you just hate to hear it. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, to hell with the 76ers. I think about the 76ers the exact same Celtics. way I do any <laughs> any Boston team. Yeah, yeah, the Celtics just don't like them. Uh, Nick Nurse was the head coach for the Toronto Raptors from 2018 to 2023. He's a good he's a good head coach. Won the NBA championship in 2019. Uh, NBA coach of the year in 2020. So we'll see. We'll see oh, if he, he can turn the, the year in the around. Oh, uh, Greg's. Yeah, during in the bubble year. Yeah, during the during the COVID year that apparently by a lot of NBA fans didn't count for some reason. Um, that's a whole another discussion. Uh, Greg Sankey hopes for resolution on SEC football schedule soon. Uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey wouldn't say for certain whether the league would vote at its spring meetings this week or whether on whether or not to use an eight or nine game conference schedule in football moving forward. But he said he's already has made clear what I think eventually should happen and that he'd like to have a resolution sooner rather than later. Uh, he, he would prefer to continue to circle the airport with airplanes, he said on Monday. That was the exact quote from Greg Sankey. I would prefer to continue to circle the airport with airplanes. What the hell is that quote about? <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I think it was in, I, I, I guess he was trying to compare like waiting what for the, the airplanes to land would be when, I don't know. I, it was the weirdest analogy I've ever heard. It was um, game. But there's, he wants the airplanes no to, needs to keep circling the airport. Nine-game schedule for the SEC. Let it happen. Yep. And be done with it. Like, but but Billy, do, do you think there is another another commissioner out there for any conference that you have more faith in no. than Greg Sankey? Will actually we'll get this right? No, I don't either. He, he's the best in commissioner college, in football. Yeah. <sighs> you know what? How close is old Cuzzy in the NFL to retiring? When do you think Goodell's going to retire? I don't think Sankey would take over for Goodell. I don't think he would, but can you think of anybody else that would be better uh, than Greg Sankey to take over for Goodell? No, but I can't off the top of my head. Um, I, I'd vote for. I love Greg Sankey, man. I, I think I wish he'd be the Big Ten commissioner. He's a great commissioner. He's done phenomenal things with the sec i mean you remember a couple years ago where he went to every single school and said the standard we have for every other sport other than football is unacceptable and we've got to pump money into all these other sports and become just as dominant in these other sports as we and are in football that was eight ten twelve years ago i don't remember SEC how many years ago that was but dude really good <laughs> SEC baseball 
basketball, even even yep. some of the lower baseball teams have stepped up and become dominant in baseball. Softball, they've always been dominant. So, yeah, Greg Sankey's done a phenomenal job captaining the SEC ship. And today in 1953, the first Major League Network baseball game, the Cleveland, not going to say their mascot, beat the Chicago, I'm not sure who it was, <laughs> 7-2. to Yeah. There you go. So there you go. Yeah. The Cleveland. I like how they just put Cleveland. By the way, a big shout out uh, goes to um, Steve and Carol Walker shout over out. at Incredible Pulp. Went out to Villarica last night again to see them. They, they have that thing going on every Monday night now. And I was like, you know what? I need some lemonade. So Gavin and I went out there and got some lemonade. And you got the pink cotton candy lemonade. Honor. Okay. Honestly, right. big it was fan pretty of Suicide Squad. Yeah, good. Um, I'm not a big fan of cotton candy. All right. But it tasted just like cotton candy. It was pretty good. Honestly. Um, nice. The perfect thing is to pair that lemonade up with uh, dr- the dragon's bold peanuts that are usually up there, or get a uh, get a little uh, glizzy yeah, from the they, hot dog they place. Next the hot dog place. Next was those there. My good. dad was disappointed. Oh man, I'm not even I'm not even a hot dog hot yeah, dog fan, dogs. and they have some uh, they have some good hot dogs. Yeah, I needed. I could have could have ran me by I'm a lemonade sure last could've. night. Could have used the hydration. It was not far from you. It was literally right around mouth the corner. Is, mouth is a little dry. Yeah, we. I saw that in the morning, uh, and I intended to go up there in the afternoon, um, but I sort of forgot. Uh, I forgot where I was and that the fact that it was Monday, and um, yeah, we didn't go up there. We grilled out last night. Had some good. Had some good hamburgers and hot dogs. Hey, how was the Rome yeah, Braves game, good. man? Did y'all enjoy um, that? What was that? Was Friday a really night, good y'all game. Were? Saw there was a couple of players that are are talented, but there's also some single-A players, man. They're, they're just people, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> the yeah, starter yeah. for us, and I can't even remember his name, but he was throwing 95, 96. Um, he, was, he was humming it in there. Um, but Braves lost 2-1 to one that night. It, it's my favorite experience. Yeah, who cares? We don't, we don't, we don't care about the, uh, the, yeah, the, was, the record. We just care uh, about having boys, a good time up there in Rome. Boys I both mean, got uh, signatures. Um, got a ball thrown to him by the over the net by their shortstop, so it was it was a good time. Yep, I love I love Rome. It's it's I'll I'll go on record and say it is my favorite venue to watch a baseball game. I'd rather go to a Rome Braves game than I would an Atlanta Braves game, a Gwinnett Braves game, um, anything. I'd rather go. To Rome, Rome is nice. The choice. Chattanooga is to nice too. It's, if you've it's never cool been to a lookout game. Chattanooga's a really nice Yeah, Chattanooga's nice. Um, the only place I've ever been to that I enjoyed more than a Rome Braves game was the Columbus Clippers. Uh, their, their place is really cool. But, yeah, I love Rome. No, man, Rome's let's get awesome. out of here. On you a got month, anything on else to add today, man? Tuesday. I almost... Tuesday, throwing everything off, being off yesterday. Yeah, throwing everything off, being off yesterday. This week, we have the all-NBA team. We wrapped up the all-NHL team last week. We will start our all-NBA team tomorrow. For Billy Lundahl, I am Bryce Sparling. We will see you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbor! Just shake it!